watching prohibition fall down. What is up, DGC Scotty Real? Hanging out, and it's the day after the DGC concentration celebration. What a fucking party it was, man. It was an awesome party. All my friends showed up, including Dabson Pollock and Pino. Thank you all for making the uh, the trip, man. What, from South Carolina? Yes, all the way sir. Here. We gonna get into it because they're pushing prohibition down in South Carolina. But they had to come take a visit back and and enjoy the state of, of the industry as far as dabs go, man. Yeah. Dude, it was strong. The concentration celebration was strong. We got a couple of the entries, uh, one or two of the winners right here. And just, just wanted to, to review a couple of them. Just to, I don't know, just to talk about the quality, man. What's going on in Denver? What's going on at Concentrates to, in general? Because it's not just unique to Denver. There's folks all over the country doing, all over the legal states, doing yeah. amazing work, man. It's, yes, it's, yes, yes. It's oh, fire. Right. It's fire. Every every bit every entry, even the ones that didn't place were amazing. Mm. Um the quality has just gone through the roof. Like once they made the transition from like butter and shatter into rosins and just pure and pure and pure. Right. It uh it really took off. Let me see. I'm having mic issues here. But yeah, <laughs> dude, I've got a couple of the of the entries here. And some of these are fucking ape shit. Ape shit. So this is what I, you know, this is diamonds and sauce right here. And this is pretty much, I mean, you see this pretty frequently. Um, they're all got their own combination of terps. Man, this has a lot of flavor. It does. I, I didn't really originally like this consistency because sometimes you got one big diamond and you, you hopped on that and you were done. But uh, yeah, this hole with the little tiny diamonds in there is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. This is Natty Rems right here. Um, Beautiful UK cheese diamonds and love it. Did you get to taste this? Oh, we yeah. did. We, we did. both actually chose the the cheese of the two flavors they had. Right. Their booth, yeah. Yeah. Natty Rams. Tight, tight work. Man. As a matter of fact, come on, man. Let's. We got two of them. They gave us the the, the grams to dab. Pino Dabson. Who wants it? All right, Pino's a de designated I'll dabber. I'll take it. Uh -huh. She costs less than I do. Ah. <laughs> All right, so thank you, by the way. Stony Scholar brought us this beautiful, beautiful rig there. Very, very cool. This is very nice. It is. Piece. It's a smooth. It's a little two-hole. Um, I like it. So what do you think about So tell me. So you, you came here. When was the last time? We were here, what, six months ago you moved? Eight months ago? I'm trying to think we when moved you moved. like 13 months ago. See? Uh, but we That's were here happens. for 420. So that right. was just a couple months ago. Okay. Um, but we flew in. This time we got to drive in, so we had our car, and we could go do more things. Right. Instead of, like, rent one or Uber all over the place. Yeah, I'm, oh, think, I'm thinking of... It is. I'm thinking of Cheech and Chong when they put made their whole car out of weed. Yeah, I wonder if you can make some concentrate panels. That'd be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> You'd have to have a good AC. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My car, it's melting. <laughs> Hey, so I wanted to show off what was going on in Colorado. As you came back, what'd you think, man? Amazing, amazing. So, I mean, 420, the flower is incredible. Um, and it that's an event that showcases flower. Right. Um, the concentrate market is just a totally different It is. Thing. It's next level. It's it for is. people that are super into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's even hard. Like, some people can do one dab and they're, you know, 
off to take a nap and they don't even make it to their booth. Yeah, by the way, <laughs> y'all were serious, man. Y'all, I made them judges because I know they know what they're talking about. Uh, they were probably some of the only people that, uh, some of the only judges that judged everything. I remember we are about to start things up and you're like, I might need more time. I don't know. I'm like, wow, you guys, I was thinking that with judging, folks would uh, judge, you know, just a few, you know what I mean? Be like, hey, you know what? This one looks beautiful. This one, eh, I've seen that many times before. But it was actually deceiving. Like, like darkness grows. His shatter was fucking delicious. It was. Shatter. Golden goat. Yeah, yeah. It was absolutely delicious. And shatter's not, I mean, we've seen shatter before. Right. It's nothing where we're going to be like that whipped. The thing that won first place was Jason from Dialed in Terpene's Cookie. I think it was Cookie Dough, if I'm not mistaken. And it was just this whipped uh, uh, rosin. That was just fucking incredible. But I think it's that nobody's seen stuff like that before. People have seen this before. Diamonds and sauce is solvent, you know, when they're making rosin, it's smaller batch. It's not like they're using these huge room size presses to press it. It's people just, you know, you can press a few ounces at a time over and over. So it's a slower process. And that's what we're talking about, the micro and nano breweries. If we're going to make a comparison, you're not going to, Budweiser's not going to make this. You know, Anheuser-Busch, if they get into the cannabis game, isn't going to be able to make this. They're going to make, they'll be able to make a cheap uh, imitation of it. It'll probably look like it. But the small batch really craft stuff is where you're going to get the ultimate quality. Just like in wines, just like in beers, you know, micro brews and nano brews. And everyone loves it. Everyone will pay 10 bucks for that one pack that they love. Yep. Yep. All right. I hope it's hidden back here. Good it is. All right. So here was one of the ones. This shit was absolutely ape shit. This one got third place and then got third place or first place in the People's Choice Division. Everybody loved this. This is. Ah, oh, yeah. Dab Logic. And that's Kimmy Jones right there. I know they work with a lot of the chem strains, but smell that. I mean that, and that's what I wanted. I wanted it's incredible. This, yeah, I wanted something to come through when you smell it, when you uh, uh, dab it through the nail, that it comes through on the other end as well. Not just something like it smells good, but it tastes like everything else. Yeah, that's what I thought the difference with that was. And well, that's what separated the the winners from the non-winners. If you have a good-looking sauce that just wasn't quite the same flavor as you know as it smelled it as it tastes and it had to come through it had to come through in flavor if it just smells good and there's no and the flavor is just like any other dab mm -mm. at least not for this contest i ain't complaining about it in your house right yeah (laughs) yeah if 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 you're smoking every day it's one thing but hey let me help competing I have, absolutely. Now, this is, they're getting a completely different consistency out of this. It's, it's got to be whipped because I haven't seen anything like that. No, it's like pillow fluffy, too, when you actually scoop some out. Yeah, it, it really interesting. And this is what I think the trend is. I mean, some of them just look absolutely offensive when you look at them. It's like somebody spit into a container, man. <laughs> but they're just, it's just the craziest. And I, it, I think it's very sexy all these light colors you know oh yeah light better yeah light you know. yep although there's some great i tasted some uh, uh, uh darkness groans has some orange shatter yeah fucking fire flavor man. oh yeah amazing so it's hard to judge a book by its cover man it is what'd you think of the guy that won the amateur division the dgc division that's my, my boy jason from dialed in terpenes mr jartek himself 
that stuff was i would say it would you it would have beaten the pros that's a pino you think yeah. so i would have chose him over everybody if i was chosen one of each right he was his was delicious I couldn't say it any other way. Yeah, I, I know his quality. Consistency was That's gorgeous. Why I, I didn't want to be a judge because when I saw that, I was like, dude, you, I have five grams of that that I've been like saving in a special place for. I have a special <laughs> fridge for that stuff, all right? <laughs> that uh, So I kind of knew what it was. I was actually glad at that point I didn't judge. You right. Know? Yeah. But how could I? I was checking everybody's entry. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. You have, to, you have to make sure they're safe before you have people judge them. Hey, right. by the way, I want to, I scored, uh, warehouse kyle and i were adding up the judging and whatnot and these guys came to me and said hey look man this is we just did it on a scale from one to ten and they came over and be like we do decimal points right and y'all were i think the only ones that were like 7.8 and 9.4 but i tell you that's actually smart because i was trying to do it like they do the olympics and stuff just one through Mm ten but the difference between a nine and a nine point eight is so since you know very big difference, yeah. right? And everyone's at that top end of the scale. That's what like, I there mean. There was nothing yeah. there that was going to be below a six, right? Because no one's going to enter that. No. So if you have to rank them on that type of a scale, right? Right. That's you know the, it's the minor things at that point. I agree. Well, let's get into judging, man. So tell us both. Y'all were judging like, you know, every entry. First off, how do you judge 16 different types of concentrates? Certainly not by how high you get. One at a time and based, I judge based on color, consistency, and then the flavor throughput. You know, and some of them were just (laughs) only slightly harsher than others. Right. And a lot of it comes down to personal flavor. So some of them I scored pretty close to the same because... Maybe I didn't like the lime as much as I like the orange, but overall, they could have sold to anyone at the same price no matter what. Can I ask you something that I never thought, I like hate when Apple talks about unboxing and the fancy packaging they have. I'm like, give me something I can use. Right. But goddamn, the packaging kind of mattered a little bit yesterday. You know, like, uh, as a matter of fact, it was a sleeper. When Darkness Grows, he brought it. It was the only guy that brought it in, in wax paper or in parchment paper, rather, and it was a different presentation. It right. might, it might yeah. have done, a, I don't know, might have done a little better if it was presented. Better. Right. You know, it yeah. just doesn't look special. I get I, people come over all the time showing me open and parchment paper. Right. And I yeah. see something, I'm like, ooh, what's that, man? Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. The dark jars are a lot harder to see inside. Uh, the yeah, little cups so that are fully true. clear and they're little bowls, yep. those are really great to see the entry in you can see the consistency and then you can open it and smell it yeah, and we, test each thing separately we had a fire fire entry but it was almost completely clear and it was in a dark jar it was mm-hmm. very hard right. to see and when yeah. it went on the spoon you were like holy shit right, right. we had a few of those yeah, yeah. had yeah. really light crystals in there once you pulled them out you could really see a difference yeah, yeah. and as long as we're talking about that that comes from just taking a great quality plant freeze drying it right off you know as soon as you know not letting it get uh get stale or dry out at all freeze drying it right away and then processing it what you're saying just squeezing it twice that's where they get that super light stuff from yeah wow the yield must suck on that that's why it's, <laughs> i mean that's why it's the most expensive thing at a dispensary i will tell you though that you know 65 and 75 dollars a gram for these live rosins and all that I, the guys like i will get something that won the no, the nomad entry that won or just even something crazy like these like this 
you can get those 35, 40 bucks at the yep. dispensary. Yep. And that's yep. a great value. It is. You know, 35, I'm going to do the math, 35 times two is 70, all right? That yep. means I get two grams of this for one gram of, you know, seven tens, you know, blah, blah. Rosin. That I smoke in 10 dabs, man. Right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is. So anyway, I've been digging these guys. I went up to, you know, Leafa, Nomad, Viola, um, all the guys, Noku. I'm trying to think. Uh, these guys, apothe- well, Apothecary, yeah. And uh, and uh, Natty Rems as well. I just told him, dude, I love the fact that y'all have affordable product, product that's dank as fuck that I can go in with feeling bad. I felt bad when I spent, I only did it once. I went and spent uh, $75 on a gram of 710 and oh, then man. I went home and smoked it and I was like, fuck man. <laughs> anyway, great value, great quality <coughs> here. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Apothecary too, man. Yeah. Great job with that, uh, with that Clementine. Beautiful Absolutely. stuff. And they had good deals on 710 uh-huh. too. I heard a lot about their, their diamond party from they did a lot of people party, on yeah. the uh, streets. By the way, that's what it's about. The folks that are invested in our community are the folks that we need to invest back in. So, you know, all the folks that I just mentioned, uh, throw them some love. Next time you go to the dispensary, remember that they uh, supported the DGC Cup and and let us party pretty yeah. hard, no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, was, there was so much hash there that everyone could have smoked until they passed out and there'd still be leftovers. So that's always nice. It sure is. It sure is. All right. Now I want to take a dab. You guys hooked me up with a dab and I just want to hear, I'm going to let y'all talk about South Carolina. You've shown me some pictures. I don't know if we can show these pictures or not, but uh, so how many acres y'all got? And this is hemp and these are beautiful hemp plants, by the way. A lot of people show me hemp plants and they're like this big and I'm like, oh, you got a lot to go, Sonny. Well, you got some hosses out there, man. Yeah. Um, what we what we were able to do is get in with tobacco farmers. Um, so they've got a lot of infrastructure in place already. And uh, how how that's yeah, all good. How used do they? How how are used to they bleh, about using tons of pesticides? Are they the first ones that want to just jam out and start using uh, you know whatever all the all the uh, what am I trying to think? Just those dangerous pesticides and everything. I know tobacco is notoriously a dirty crop. It is. Um, and with anything, they're responsible farmers and irresponsible farmers. Uh, the, the farmers we're working with, we've got organic stuff that we use. Uh, it still gets sprayed, but we're not going to spray in flour, only in veg. It's, <laughs> at least we can mitigate it to a point, but it, it'll be organic. It's, it's nothing that's going to transfer through or fire. <laughs> lots yeah. of beneficials. We've spared oh, lots shit. of beneficials. Is that what I'm tasting? The beneficials? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Do you really? Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Oh yeah. We try and get as much because that sand, it's just sand. It's all sand. There's no dirt. There's no I was about soil. to ask you. <laughs> it, it is like trying to grow in a sandbox. <laughs> it's amazing how much of America really, like I was talking to, <laughs> hang on, <laughs> talking about Texas. Texas is all clay. You know, Florida, East Coast, all sand. Same. Yep. I guess not Georgia. Georgia no. ain't sand. Like New York, New Jersey, like the Northeast has so good soil. But down in the Carolinas and Georgia, it's all sand. Most of the country, actually. That's why America's so strong, man. We have a lot of good, for real, we have a lot of good soil. Right. We do, and in, in different ways. Because tobacco doesn't grow in soil. Tobacco really likes to grow in sand. Really? That's why so much of the country's tobacco is actually grown there. How about hemp? Hemp, love Same it. thing, very similar to tobacco as far as that goes? Extreme, kind to of. a point, as long as it does, they don't bake it. The sand yeah. gets 150 degrees on wow. it. It's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. And it is not. It, 
out uh, tobacco, they bred it to be very heat tolerant. I imagine that's that's the big difference. Is a lot of the CBD that we're allowed that the licenses will allow us to grow. We, right. we have a very limited gene pool, um, so a lot of them are there's variation. You know, we have to start. 40, 50, 60,000 seeds. And, right. You know, they're this tall, they're this tall, they're that tall, they're bushy, they're stringy, they're stacked, they're not. Um, so it, it leaves a lot. And so the seeds you're getting aren't uh, aren't similar? I was going to try to use homogenous, but they I didn't are. think I could um, use Some are better than others. You know, you can't monocrop. So we got some from Oregon and some from Colorado and right. whatever we could get approvals right. for. Um, the, the most stable stuff we got from Oregon. And so when you say most stable, so you're buying a pound of seed and 10 pounds of seed. Yeah. And that's got a feminized. Yes. Some of them, some others, some others not. Right. That's got to be a shitload. No. Yeah. Jesus, man. And then you're finding that when you get these seeds, they're not homogenous. They're not, uh, they're a lot of variation. That's going to make it tough, bro. It is tough. How many acres are y'all doing? We got 17 acres, just over 20 acres and then another eight acres. Any idea how many plants per acre? Uh, we start about 3,000. We're trying to stay with a plant population of about 2,200, 2,500. So what is the, I mean, how do you make that many clones? And how do you get them all out at a very similar time? You've got to start your your seeds early, get them out into the field as early as possible. Right. And then by the time they get big enough, and if you've got 10 acres of them, sure. you can make 75 to 150,000 clones in a week. Oh, what? I have seen it in Homestead. I've been down where, you know, the plant growers are, and they just have three ladies there just silent. And that's all they do. All they do is they go, shop, 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 shop. And then, yeah, it's pretty crazy. How many can you make in a day? In a day? Yeah, break it down Um, for me. I'm simple. Let's see. A group, two people cutting, one person dipping and putting in media. Right. And then a spare person to get trays and misters and stuff like that, because we have to make the clones in the field and bring them to the greenhouse. Wow, can you just dump? I used to take mine and put them in a a five-gallon pail of water and then run those pails of water back. Yeah, we We, try that. It gets really hot. We found (laughs) better. (laughs) We underestimate what it's like to work in the summer in the South. It Mm -hmm. is offensively hot. It's so hot that they caught a video of me where I'm like, hey, I'm hiding. I'm hiding from the heat. I'm hiding from the work. I'm just hiding. It's just oppressive, the heat is, and the humidity. Yeah, so we found that putting them right in media immediately stops that wilt and that heat from from overcoming them. We can get a much better germ... uh, German. Success yeah. rate, sure, um, sure, on them if we just put them in immediately. So, so four people can probably make fifteen hundred to two thousand clones in a day. In a day, Jesus well, so Christ! Two of us made ten thousand in five days or so. Sure. So, how, and how do you manage all that, man? Is it just clone domes the same way we do it? Are you using a rack system in a greenhouse? Racks in a greenhouse, in trays, and the whole greenhouse acts as your dome. Ah, I love that. I love that. It's like Florida. I say I'm yeah. living in a greenhouse over there. Yeah, all it. I do is put shade over because yeah. I got so much humidity yeah. all day long. Got to have shade cloth, especially for clones, because if they're in that full sun, it's they're a, not making it. If I can't live in the full sun, a little clone with no roots can't live in the full right. sun. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So if y'all were going to push the, the movement forward in South Carolina, where, where do you think the opportunities are? I mean, I imagine it's a seed and clone, you know, feminized seed, clones, all that stuff I would imagine would be needed. 
Yeah, absolutely. And grow shops, um, there's a lot of big ag there. So right. they don't go to grow shops like everyone does here. They don't have an account with a grow. They have an account with big ag where they get 55-gallon sure. <laughs> barrels of, of chemicals and fertilizers. Well, and, that's know. the way it's done in right. ag, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. It's it's a whole that we've learned a lot in the last few months about big tobacco right. and, and all of that. Do you go to grow shops? There is, for 17 acres, are you able to do it on grow shop? You know, gallons. We, we try to. We get what we can from them. We get like Clonex sure. from them because the big ag places don't stock Clonex. That is true. They don't stock a lot of the good stuff. They stock like the staples. So you right. want ammonium nitrate? I got about a fifty right. pound. You want a right. train car of it? I got it. Right. But try to get good microbes there. Like I got this. You know, I don't know mycorrhizae vam stuff. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck it is. No. It's, <laughs> it's, well, that's not how the tobacco farmers really based it. They wanted fertilizer. It was nitrogen-based. They yeah. put this much down. They get this much, and that's the way it is. And they'll spray, for whatever reason, some of the farmers, they have 240D-ready crops. So they can have a cover crop, right? This and makes me feel really shit. It does. No, no, no. This blew my mind. They would let a whole field get grown and overgrown. Right. And then right before they want to plant it, they'll spray 240D all over it, kill everything, till it, and they've got seeds that are bred and ready and can grow sure. right in that. So, boom, they plant right in that soil and start growing. Wow. So you imagine if it's not the tobacco that causes cancer, it's how fucking dirty they grow it. <laughs> but this is those are the rules that are handed down to them from the Department of Agriculture. Well, that you, is standard operating procedure given to the farm. Right. You ever seen who, like, runs the Department of Agriculture? It's usually, like, the ex, like, uh, CEO, you know, not the ex-CEO, but, like, an ex-marketing director for Philip Morris Company. Yeah. yeah. It's Pretty just much. a big incestuous relationship. Yes, it is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and we were talking someplace like we were talking about Oklahoma, though. The only thing is they're super used to just uh, taking big businesses money, oil and gas is money. If they're used to just taking tobacco's money in South Carolina and yeah. tobacco says, yo, man, we want to move to a more profitable hemp. I don't see why they would argue every the writings on the wall as far as, you know, having cannabis, you know, cannabis cigarettes. Uh, I even think maybe not cannabis cigarettes, but I think Marlboro is going to come up with something pretty quick. They will. Um, they don't that most of their stuff is contracted out, though. So they've got to make sure that their farmers can grow it consistently, uh, which I'm sure unbeknownst to the rest of us, they've got their ducks in a row for all of that. Have to, there's no <laughs> way they're sitting by going, oh, man, I hope everything works out with tobacco. Yeah. Probably probably shouldn't, you know, shouldn't mess with these hemp guys. Right. So they've Come got on. they've got what they want. But some of the tobacco farmers do want to branch off and do something that's better for their land and more profitable for them. More um, profitable is what it is. But you know what? You're right. Better for the land. I'm sure these folks that have worked their grandfather's soil for hundreds of years and it used to be this thick black loam when they were a kid and now it's just this, this sandy clay and I'm not sure if I'm painting a picture maybe it is sandy there but I know in Florida we got tons of sandy soil and if you mulched it enough if you left it, the soil alone uh, and let animals graze on it you would get uh, a soil organic matter you would get a dark nice soil yeah yeah, it's, absolutely. And it's, that's what people used to do. They used to have, leave the land fallow. They would compost on it. Yep. And that's how you kept land in good shape without needing a whole shitload of fertilizer. Now we're like, ah, it's just cheaper to buy the fucking fertilizer, man. It is. Kill everything and just yep. feed it. Uh, yeah, kill everything and load it with, with the salts. Yeah. Yep. And pe people, I always defend salts because they're very easy to use. They're easy to use responsibly. You know, right. If, 
if you take that as the cheapest option and uh, and use it for thousands and thousands of acres, and more importantly, I don't care how you feed it, but use it because you can use it with pesticides, that's really fucked up, yeah. man. That's no good. So yeah. getting them off of all that, my even a good living soil, what's one of the first amendments that you put in a good living soil? Uh, compost. Epsom salt. And that's not the first thing I put, man. But that's why I don't grow living it, soil. It's I don't in know what there. the fuck I'm doing. But it's in there. It's in most of them. It's what in is that? Salt? Magnesium list. sulfate or something like that? Yeah, it's a salt, you know, and then those same people who use an organic, you know, fertilizer are like, no, don't use salt-based nutrients, but okay. even organics are, you need some salt. Uh, well, salt is just a metal and a right. non-metal put together. So right. there's so many salts. In, right. like what we're talking about is those synthetic fertilizers, yeah. the NPNK that has uh, numbers of like in the double digits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Organic fertilizers like 0. 0.3, you know, yeah. and synthetic is like 30, 50. Right. Know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it just comes right out of the factory. Exactly. Yeah. I'm by no means opposed to that. Uh, just I do really think that if you can grow organics on a large scale, you'll get a better product oh. and you'll get a more of a connection to right. the earth absolutely absolutely yeah but i'm not mad at business systems for for choosing uh, no. synthetic fertilizer but just do it responsibly right. use microbes in there to capture the fertilizer into the soil to keep her from leaching out and becoming everybody's problem right Incre get your soil organic matter increased again to hold the nutrients in there as opposed to you growing sand and it uh, it rains a bunch with a bunch of salts you're washing that away right into the watershed yep. man yep gone Yep. Um, we do use new mill and recharge and all the same things we Beauty. used out here in really? the greenhouses. Okay, yeah, that makes so sense. So when we feed and everything like that, right. we'll, we'll feed with good fertilizer and, and amend it. This way they've got the best start going into the sand. Makes sense. And in the sand, you know, you just change out to uh, an ag fertilizer? Yeah, they, well, they've got a baseline that they put down and we've got drip. So we can inject any kind of liquid fertilizer Beautiful. we want, which is a big benefit um but most of them yeah they use the little pellets and it's just in the sand and it dissolves over time yeah by the way that's what we use at the bamboo farm yeah try to grow twenty thousand plants yeah uh giving them each individual even an individual dripper and yeah. relying on that yeah no. you want to give them the dessert with that great but relying on that because one dripper clogs up and all of a sudden you got one dead plant Right. It costs you a lot of money. It does. It does. <laughs> so there's always the baseline and then you'll, you know, adjust from there. But, right. You know, maybe we do get six inches of rain in a couple of weeks and boom, our baseline fertilizer is now gone. Yeah, <laughs> it sure is. So you have to fix it at that point. What's really cool that we have those we can feed from a pond. So we've got a lot of fresh water from fish the fish need fresh water anyway sure, so sure. they can grow bigger so we take a little bit out of the pond we can use it on the fields yeah, yeah. and refill the pond water source is huge the kind, right. the kind of water you're getting yep uh, makes a huge difference we know someone that's got glacial what is a i don't know glacial water coming down glacial mm -hmm. runoff and holy shit does she grow dank fucking wheat man. it's got all those micronutrients i believe it's, it you know I believe it everyone's got the formula figured out for your macro right you know your nitrogen your your puff phosphorus your potash that's figured out right what separates a one fertilizer company from another is all the little tiny things that they add in that's why that's I, like, yeah, of course that's yeah. why i like recharge man yeah yep. it, it's it's an all-around you know just beneficial because it's got a whole bunch of little things even, in yeah it. but even just adding the amount of kelp that we add as yeah. a shitload kelp uh, kelp is huge, huge micro loaded with micronutrients yep. so 
I didn't mean to be a recharge plug, man, but I was just saying no. those little things that you give it. I like adding biochar to be a, a place for uh, microbes to live. Yep. Now, sulfur, I think, is huge if you're trying to get a bunch of flavor out of your out of your cannabis. Just little things like that that a lot of people don't think of. Yeah, sulfur helps it ripen as well. So uh, adding it towards the end will help uh, mature your trichomes along. Yeah, you know what I remember about sulfur? Sulfur stinky. It don't is. give your weed stinky, man. It is. Yeah, give you that stank that you like. <laughs> Good shit. I just want to bullshit with you a little bit. I thank y'all coming all the way from South Carolina to the concentration celebration. It's freaking awesome. Awesome. You're welcome. Be, we'll, thank you for having us judge. Absolutely. It, y'all I had a great right. time. We I only have, did like 30 dabs or something. Ah, uh, come on. If we have the picture, we're, we're scrambling to get all these pictures up, but dab some Pollock with the, with can you say Chinese eyes anymore? I don't I'm, know. Sure, I'm not sure not? if you're allowed to. I'm part <laughs> Vietnamese, so it's okay. Vietnamese Fair eyes. Enough, man. <laughs> Vietnamese <laughs> eyes, man. Duh. They were. He was like that, man. It's good stuff. But that's when I know I've done my job right, brother. That's right. That's when it's a good party if you can't see when you leave. And I know it's good when Pino goes, I might need more time to judge all these. <laughs> Y'all are the best. I really appreciate when you come by. And thanks for doing the segment with us. Yeah, man. Thank thanks you. for having thanks us Thanks for having us. Right. We love coming. DGC. All right. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. To take a little break That means we're lighting up a tube It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bomb Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long, yeah Yeah.